Welcome, friend. I'm Rick Pasquale. Thank you for joining us today. I believe God has a word for you. I know God loves you and has a plan for your life. So listen to this live service and let God speak to you. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such there is no law. Those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. You know, it's easier said than done. I'm going to step and walk with the Spirit. You know, uh, not all of you can um, have rhythm. I noticed that in your movements to the offering. Most of you do very well, but there's a few of you that you just come, it's okay. But stepping with God and moving with God, on the one side it's easy because God wants to make it work for you, but on another side there's this flesh side of our life that wants to keep us from doing that. Our will, not his will. Our way, not his way. What are you saying, Pastor? We're stubborn people? Yes. See, if those fruits of the Spirit are evident in your life, then it will be different in your life. And so, as we finish this series today, I, I, I want us to make sure that as you journey in this life, that your relationships are healthy. Last week we had one point. We allow the Holy Spirit to take over. If you allow the Holy Spirit, see in our church we teach God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. I know for some of you that's different. But that's what the Bible teaches, so we teach what the Bible says. We believe in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And we believe that the Holy Spirit can be relevant for today. And can help you today. So if we live by the Spirit, we should keep step with the Spirit. And we, that means we allow the Holy Spirit to take over. See, if you want supernatural results... You can't keep doing it in the natural way. I'm serious. I'm just here to tell you, you can't have those supernatural results if you keep the approach or what you do in the natural way, in the man-made way. Because it then centers on the fact that it's not your way, it's God's way. When it's God's way, it's going to be different. But it's going to be better. Hello? Okay, you don't believe God's ways are better than your ways? Man, you're more stubborn than I think. Well, it's my nationality. No, 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 no. Well, you can't use that with God. Because my culture is more stubborn than... No, 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 no. I just said the fruits of the Spirit are meekness. Forbearance, I mean kindness, gentleness, 
Well, no, my culture. No, 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 no. We believe in Jesus' culture. You don't get to make up your culture. Well, it's my culture from my country. No, 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 no. What are you going to say? Well, I, the, in my culture, we do it this way. No, 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 no. We're saying God's ways. And if we do it God's ways, I can tell you it's going to help your relationships. So I have one point today. You say, most pastors have many points. Well, I'm just trying to get one to make sure you get one. So today I want us to allow the fruit of the Spirit to be evident. Let it be evident. Let it be seen. So how's that going to happen? See, those that belong to Christ have to crucify the flesh with its passions and desires. So if you want to be like Christ, you got to crucify the flesh. What's that mean? you got to stop the flesh reaction. Well, he made me yell. No, he didn't make you yell. She didn't do it the way I said. Well, I'm just telling you. It's still up to your reactions of what you do. And if you have Christ in your life, and you have the Holy Spirit evident in your life, and you're keeping step, then the fleshly desires, the fleshly reactions will cease. See, the Lord has given his word to help us. In the practical, everyday walk. See, this series this month, you know my style. I'd much rather just get up here and just start letting it rip and get to heaven. Let's go to heaven. If you're not serving Jesus, get yourself straightened up. And let's go. And for five years, that's how I've really been preaching so that we can build the family. But now we got to get stronger. And I'm sick and tired of the enemy, the devil, wiping you out. So I got to get you stronger. How are you going to get stronger? Well, number one, you got to get more word in you. That's why we have been pushing hard for you to get those Bibles. Whatever language you got, we got them. You want study Bibles? We got them. You got just normal Bibles that you just read it? We got that. Some are free and some will cost you a little bit. We don't get any of that money. It's, it's just, I want you to have the word. If you got one of the electronic phones or iPads, you can get it free online. But I want you to read the book. Don't let me be the only person or a little child on Sunday that reads the only scripture you get. Now, I know there's churches that believe that, but that's not the way God says Matter of fact, David said it like this, if I hide the word of God in my heart, I won't sin against God. So if I'm putting word in, that means flesh is getting pushed behind. And God is getting pushed in front. Isn't that what you want? When people see you react to things in the stress of life and the stuff that's going on, wouldn't you rather it be what God has just spoken to your heart and your life and your action points are godly? Christ-like? 
So that is a constant thing. You don't just do it on Sunday, you do it every day. So how are you going to do that? Well, I'm giving you, I'm going to give you a few ways of doing it. It's going to be in your language up there or some of your languages. First, I want you to pray. A few moments ago, we prayed as a church. We prayed for a specific thing. But I want you to pray every day for your relationships. Those that are you are married, pray for your marriage. Those of you who have children, pray for your children. Those of you who are children, pray for your parents. Pray. Pray for each other. Pray for your colleagues. I had someone once tell me, said, why should I pray for my boss? He's so mean. Well, you've tried long enough to change him, and he's not changing, so maybe we should let God change him. Hello? Well, that professor, they don't get it. I, I'm smart here, and they just still don't get it. Well, let's pray that God helps that professor. He said prayer works? You mean prayer can change it? Yes. Prayer can move the situation. We've called it for this month mountains. Can prayer move the mountain? Yes. It can be moved from here to there. Wow, that's what the scripture says. Faith can move a mountain. That's a prayer of faith. A prayer of faith. I, I don't want to pray, oh God, if you really want to. If you find some time to. I don't know if you surely can, but oh God. If I was God, I'd just say, okay, eliminate that one. That they have no faith. See, nobody walks out of my chats and say, I didn't know what that guy said today. I have no clue. You're hearing what I'm saying because I'm giving you practical tools that will help you. Whether you're in school or on the job or at your home or in your neighborhood, it will help you. Number two, read the Bible. You've already heard me say that. Open the book. Read. Every day, read. Every month, we ask you to memorize a scripture in the children's department. They're memorizing a scripture in the youth department over there today. They're memorizing a scripture. Why? We're trying to put the word in their heart. The biblical values classes to help them know more of the word. See, adults, most of us would go back and make some changes of mess-ups that we made in our lives. Maybe we should have got more word. Because if we have God's word in our heart, I'll guarantee you things will change. Number three, listen to good Bible teaching. This would have a good moment for you to say, hey, man, that's my pastor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you don't have to just listen to me at 11 o'clock. You can listen to me tomorrow. You can listen to me tonight. You can listen all week long. Uh, all of our platforms, all of our media platforms, YouTube Live, Facebook Live, uh, Live Stream, and there's a whole lot more. Every platform for media we, we have. 
We've paid the fees. We've gotten on all the connection points. So you can go and listen 24 hours a day to anything that I've taught. From last year, two years ago. From this week. Some of you need to hear this message again. But I'm not the only one. There is good biblical teaching out there. But let me just give you some help. Not everyone that says they are a preacher is teaching you the Bible. Boy, that was weak. And you all know about that. They get up there and they say, I'm prophetess so-and-so from so-and-plowing. And they make these pictures show up on these screens that have all these people. And so you think, oh, man, they got to be the person. Let me tell you, friend. I can just tell you. All you got to do is say, Lord, should I be listening to this? And probably the Lord's going to say, No. Listen to good biblical teaching. Teaching. If it's not in the Bible and it's man-made, made up, it's not good biblical teaching. Fellowship with other believers. This is fellowshipping with other believers. Why do we take time in all of our services for you to go and greet brothers and sisters? Why did we push for all those women to go bowling yesterday? Yeah. Most of you women wimped out on that. Only 25 women showed up to go bowling. Most of them walked in today. Their arm was hurting. Oh, my arm hurting. I couldn't believe how bad my arm hurts because they threw a 10-pound ball down this lane. But they had fun. They laughed. They sent us the pictures. We were in London, and, and uh, it's <laughs> I looked at some of the pictures. I said, oh, them poor people. Probably drop the ball on each other's foot and all kinds of things. Just from how the men did it. Let me tell you, the first time I took the men bowling, it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. See, in the Philippines, they know what bowling is. They have these little guys stand up on the side of the bowling lane, and they stand there and they move the pins. I got it. And they're good, and they have a little ball. They have a little ball. Canada, they have a little ball. Well, in this country, they have big balls. In America, they got big balls, so it's kind of different. It's, it's a bowling ball, and it's heavy. I watched men that had never gone bowling before take the whole ball and throw it like that. <laughs> Alex, am I telling the truth? Alex wasn't one of those guys. He's a very good bowler. But some of the other guys... Peter, I know you're laughing because you look, look at one of my security guys running out of the church right now because he was one of them. He just took the ball and threw it. And he wondered why it bounced three lanes over. But you know what was so good about that? It was fun. People were laughing. It was enjoyable. Well, you should have fellowship together. And there's many activities that we do in a church to, to have fun and fellowship. Attend church regularly. Don't miss. Don't miss. Make it like a, 
a commitment. We're doing this kids thing because we want the kids to really get in there. And that's why you, you have a, a, a restriction of how many times they can miss and then they don't get to finish. Attend regularly. Get involved with your church. If this is your church, get in here. Go to the growth class and, and the serve class and the lead class. Get in there. There's more workers that are needed, more people to serve. When you find connected in here, you get connected in here, you don't just sit on the chair on Sunday. You walk in and say, this is my church. Get involved. So what is keeping you from making advancements in your relationships? What's going to stop you from moving forward in your relationships? Well, I'm going to give it you the answer. We've called them mountains. The things stopping you are mountains. They're roadblocks. What are the roadblocks? They're names like betrayal. When somebody betrays you, that immediately throws up a roadblock. When somebody hurts you, it immediately throws up a roadblock. And the problem is this person hurts you, but all these people are trying to help you. But you think, well, if this person hurt me, then all these people are going to hurt me. And that's not good. Well, this church hurt me. Well, this church is not going to hurt you just because there's somebody in this church that hurt you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This person betrayed me. It doesn't mean all these other people are going to betray me. Are you listening? Well, this family disowned me. Well, okay, I'm sorry. It doesn't mean all your family members are bad. It doesn't mean all of them are going to betray you. It doesn't mean all of them are going to hurt you. But sometimes we wonder, well, I'm just supposed to stay in that relationship and, and be at school with all those people that are they're picking on me all the time. Well, no. There are times that you got to say, okay, that's enough. I'm going to move over here now. And God will help you make the moves that you need to make. But don't do it based on how you feel about something. If it's just about how you feel, I'm going to tell you, most of you are going to change every other day. Hello? I don't feel like they really like me, so I'm going over here. They must like me over here. No, they don't really like me, so I'm going to go over here. You see what I'm saying? So if you base it on your feelings, it's not good. If you base it on how God is helping you and directing you, it's going to be good. Rejection is probably another one of those mountains that hurts. I didn't get the job. I didn't get the class. I didn't get, I, I didn't get, I didn't get the grade. I didn't make it in this, this term. I didn't get the advancement. I was do it. It was my time. I didn't get the raise. Let me tell you, my friend, God still's got your back. He's still going to help you. It may not have come exactly as you thought it was going to come, but in the end, God is going to make sure it all works out. Everything works out with God. I'm going to say that again. Everything works out with God. 
But it's kind of like us leaving our Egypts. We can call it an exodus if you want to. But there comes a time that you leave the betrayal. You leave the rejection. You leave the lying and the conniving to hurt you. You leave it. You know, the Israelites were in a terrible country where they were slaves. They were made to make bricks. That's what their job was. And they got beaten when they didn't make enough bricks. It was a terrible country. It was a terrible situation. But there was a million of them, and they were held in captivity for a long time. God said, it's time to get out of that thing. There were some leaders, a guy by the name of Moses said, let's get out of here. It was called an exodus. You can find it in the Bible. It's under the book called Exodus. Not that hard. (laughs) It's the second book in the Bible. Exodus. We're exiting. In a few moments, you will exit this building. I love it when you laugh at my stuff. I know when I got this room, when Mary laughs at my stuff. I wish I could hear all y'all on live stream right now. But there are times, my friend, listen to your pastor today, that you've got to move out of that situation. Move out of your Egypts. Move out of the pain. Move out of the baggage. Move out of the stuff of people hurting you and pushing you down. You are somebody in Christ Jesus. You are valuable to God. You are important to God. I don't care what everybody else says. To God, you are important. So we've chosen, kind of like last week, you got so moved. I chose a song to kind of help you understand this exodus process. Cherry, make it happen. Now, now let's take it up and cry out. Say Yes, sir. Deliver me. Take your time. Because all I see to do is hurt me. Anybody out there got that message? We should be finishing it, but I need you to just say it one more time.
this is my exodus. My exodus. There comes a moment in your life that you make up your mind, I'm exiting this situation. The hurt, the pain, the mountain, the rejection, everything, I'm going to exit it. I'm going to remove myself from this, and I'm going to the promised land. I'm tired of being the slave. I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. I am valuable to God. I don't have to live in the depression. I don't have to live with this hurt. I don't have to live with this push down. I can move on over here. Did you hear what I just said? That lady just, I mean, there weren't a lot of words to that song. This is, I don't know what you listen to out the week. This is what we listen to. I don't know what you sing. I don't know what you do in your car. I don't know what you do in your home. But I'm telling you, there's a time and a moment for you to allow gospel music, singing uh, uh, unto the Lord to uh, uh, permeate your life. If you're listening to more secular music, something's wrong. Because it's not going to build your faith. Well, I like it. Well, I can show you any kind of Christian music and outdo any of that secular music. If you really want to know. These, these ain't your third string singers right there. Last week with Murphy, that, that's not your 15th string. That's your first string. And the reason is that this is the process. And I don't know what is your process to move the mountain. But I'm telling you, prayer will move the mountain. Lifting your spirits high. And sometimes it's through the preaching. Sometimes it's through the reading. Sometimes it's through the worshiping. Sometimes it's through the altar. But there's a time that your spirit man gets lifted up. And you don't look back to all the stuff. You the, the, the problem of the exodus. You move on and say, oh, no, 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 no. God is for me. Are you listening to me today? God is for me. Doctor said we couldn't have children. <laughs> That's over here. God says, oh, no, 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 no. I'm the creator of life. Are you listening to me? And you guys could, some of your problems are so big they are a mountain. Let's start getting rid of the mountains. Because if you want your relationships healthy, you've got to get a new system going on. Because if the old system has kept you here in the middle of the mess, it's time to get the message to move on to the freedom. Mm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Listen. Must be that only about 10 of you have ever had a mess where the doctor said you won't live or there's no solution to your problem. You've never been there. And for you 10 that just cheered a little bit, I'm telling you, I know you've been to that mess problem, that problem that was seemed so big and God brought you out of your mess and said, oh, no, 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 I'm going to move on over here. Now, I'm not saying it's going to happen because you snap your fingers. But I am saying if you'll do what I've just taught you this month, you can move from here to there. Oh, man, that's Scripture, isn't it? 
I can move from here to there. Matthew 17, 20. For nothing is impossible. See, what happens is it's your decision to move forward. You're moving out of the bondage. You're moving past the hurts. You're moving beyond the rejections. It's the decision to move the mountain. And all of these things will help you move out of the natural into the supernatural. Because you'll start quoting scripture and you'll start singing songs. You say, where did that come from, Jesus? Holy Spirit. You start all of a sudden acting a little different. You, this is how I used to act. That's how you handled your problems. Scream a little louder, it's going to get better, right? Yell a little bit, or some of you just go, I ain't talking. But the fruit, if we walk, the evidence of the fruit will be evidence, evident in our lives. We won't act that way anymore. We say, whoo, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding. Oh, no, they'll think I'm weak. No, 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 they won't think you're weak. They'll think you're strong. Well, you don't know what culture would. No, 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 I'm not talking about your culture. I'm talking about Jesus' culture here. Jesus wasn't no wimp. Hello? But watch the ending. You will start saying to yourself, this must not be me. This has to be God. See, our God created us to have fellowship with him every day. Go back to the story of Adam. Fellowship every day. And I'll tell you, if you skip days, you're going to skip some things. And that's where the enemy sneaks in there. Don't skip God. Three people, and one of them was my wife. <laughs> Why get it on Sunday? No, you need it on Monday. And a lot of you need it on Friday. Someone said, well, pastor, it's about midnight. About midnight when things start getting out of control. Well, then don't stay out till midnight. <laughs> oh, man, well, all the friends are out at midnight. No, well, I'm just telling you, you're headed for trouble. Young adults, you should have been clapping right there. Because <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change your perspective. 
Because if you think you're out past midnight and all good things are going to happen to you, it's not. Because there are people lurking. Let me get them. Past midnight. Young adults, you'll thank me. I'm just telling you. Because if you old people are out past midnight, man, you really need to have a chat. <laughs> Wayne is in bed at 9, so I'm good with Wayne. Do you hear me? There's nothing wrong with being in bed at 9. Well, I study all night. No, 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 that's dumb too. Some of you are not healthy because you don't sleep. Some of you aren't healthy because uh, in, in these relationships because you don't, you don't have a clock. You make up a clock. Do you hear what I just said? You just make up a clock. God created time for you to rest. Rest. You want to get better grades? Rest. Oh, no, I got to study. No, 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 listen. Study and rest. Now, I may not ever do another month like this where it's just down-to-earth practical. It may never, ever happen again. I don't know. But you had me for one month. And nobody's walking out of here. They didn't watch all over the world. It's recorded. You can go see it as many times as you want. If your life is walking with Christ the way it should be, the fruits of the Spirit will be evident in your relationships. All of your relationships. And we need to make sure that we allow the fruits of the Spirit to be evident. So today, there's a gift, except for Coonley. <laughs> I want you to open your gift. Everyone should have one on your chair. If you knocked it on the floor, steal your neighbors. Open your gift. Get to the good part. I mean, the. Uh, see, they wanted to just put this in there, and I said, no, 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 put this in there. Okay? This is sweet. This is sweeter. This is sweet. This is sweeter. But the fruit of the Spirit is. It's right there. Put it in your hand. Put it in your pocket. Every day this week, pull that thing out. And if you don't already have it memorized, memorize it. And I will tell you that your life will be different. Your relationships will be different. Your family will be different. The people at school, it'll make it different. People on your job, it will be different. So, Coonley, did you eat the candy during church? Twice. 
stole his wife's candy and, and opened the gate. Did you hear me today? I'm serious. Did you really hear me? I want you to be happy. I want your relationships good. I want you, when you go to work every day, I want you to get up and say, it's another day God has made. I can't wait to get to work. When you go to school, I want you to go to school happy. When you put your head down on your pillow at night, I want you to say, happy. Peace. We've chosen our theme song for our altar, He Knows My Name, on purpose. We're two months into this year. Hopefully you've learned this song. But I want you to know God knows your name. He knows everything about you. When you think you're all out there in your own wilderness all by yourself, you're fooling yourself. If you've got God, He's there with you. Do you hear what I just said? But pastor, that mountain is so big. This problem has been for so many years. My self-esteem is so low. I've been hurt so many times. change get out of it move over have your exodus if you need to listen to that song all week long our tech kids they can tell you how to get to it it's free if you need the song from last week our God reigns it's free some of you probably, I don't know why God's having me push this, but some of you just maybe need to change the music that's going in your spirit. Put some godly music in your spirit and watch things change for you, friend. I'm going to let them sing this as you ponder what I've said before I bring you to this altar. Because some of you may be thinking I'm not valuable. God's forgot all about me. My mountain's too big. I feel all alone. He knows your name. Today you've heard a word from the Lord. And I believe God has spoken to you. So if you say this prayer with me, I know God can change your life. They're saying it live here in Rome right now with me because God can change your life. God has a plan for you. I've told you that. And I want you to believe it with all of your heart. So will you say this prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, I invite you into my life this day. Change me. Help me, I pray, oh God, I'm going to live for you. Friend, if you've just said that prayer, I can tell you that God has just changed you and has come into your life. Now, I believe that today you may have listened to this and you've known that God already lives in your life. 
Well, God wants to speak to you and help you. So I'm going to pray a second prayer, and that prayer is for a miracle to happen for you this day. I believe in miracles. I know you do as well. So let's pray and let God touch you right where you're listening to this sermon. Lord, I thank you today for my friend that has heard this message. Lord, I know that they have needs and situations that's going on in their life. God, you're a big God, and you hear and answer our prayers. So today, oh God, will you hear this prayer from your humble servant? God, will you answer this prayer on my new friend's behalf? Will you heal them? Will you touch them? Will you guide them? Lord, come in right now, wherever they're listening, Lord, and answer their prayer. Thank you, Lord, for doing that. If you've just said that prayer and listened to that prayer with me, I know that God has spoken to you. Would you do me a big favor? You're going to see, scrolled on the bottom of this, a website with an email address. If you said the prayer that said, God, come into my heart, or today you're believing with me for a miracle, I want you to drop us a quick note and say, hey, pastor, I want you to continue to pray for me and my family. You know, God loves you, and he has a plan for your life, and I'll guarantee you, your best days are still in front of you. So God bless you and join us next week.